You still don't understand what you're dealing with, do you? Perfect organism. Its structural perfection is matched only by its hostility. That was the best line movie. Did y'all hear? Did y'all hear the ice maker just now? Yes. I did. Okay. <laughs> we, have Isaac, to leave, we have to leave that in. Isaac, just back up from your mic. Time. You are so hot right now. Okay. Okay. There you go. There, yeah, Sorry for headphone better. listeners just now. Should we? We just redo that. No. We, no, dude. Keep it in. This is the real deal. This is <laughs> okay. authentic, organic it's, it's flyover I'm film just country. Not, I'm yeah. just mad because I'm I'm not used to this. I'm used to being up closer. Yeah. And I don't know why. Well, anyway. until we figure out why you sound so bad, you got to do what you got to do. You're you're in timeout. Yeah. Okay. So you have to and you're going to stay there. Three inches from your mic. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. All right. We're talking about Alien. Woo. 1979. Yes. Right? That's when it came out, right? This uh-huh. is Olivia's uh-huh. pick. This was, was my pick. Yeah. And I, I did zero research on it because... <laughs> I have just dropped the ball. So, might be okay. everyone. Uh, yeah, it is my pick for. Uh, did we did we come up with a, a title for our movie, our scary movie picks or Spooktober? Spooktoberfest. Spooktoberfest. I think. Yeah, yeah. So this was my yep. pick for Spooktoberfest. Um, mostly because I've watched like five scary movies my entire life. That's not mm-hmm. true. I've seen more than that, but. Alien is such a good movie, and I'm really yeah. glad that that we all watched it. I want to say though, Eric is is greatly missed because he was, I think, the first person to suggest. Well, I think you, he and Isaac both suggested mm-hmm. that I watch Alien. Yeah, but Eric was very much like Olivia. You need to watch it. So yeah, R.I.P. Eric. He's yeah. Pull one out for Eric. <laughs> I can't dead. believe I can't <laughs> he's believe dead. he's dead. Pour it's very out, sad. Pour one out for Eric. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, thankfully Eric's us, not dead he's just not on sabbatical he sent us in our, our group discord he sent us a picture of all of his alien collection incredible. movies I'll, yeah, put that in, I'll put that in the YouTube video actually yeah, so if you're, if you're watching this on yeah, YouTube we'll yeah. put the picture of, of Eric's collection there actually you, can you do the thing where it's like it's right here this picture of his collection <laughs> yeah I don't know how Zoom's going to record this so it's right we're, we're going to try this out it's going to be right here there we go. <laughs> Did y'all notice that the opening, uh, like as the letters from the word alien fill in, it looks like teeth over yes. the yeah, names yeah, yeah. of the cast? That was actually the first thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, like Great opening just, credits. Yeah, really, really good. First of all, before we get into it too much, I want to get uh, from Olivia, I want specifically why you picked this movie for our second and I, I, I guess now since we ran out of time uh, final <laughs> Spooktoberfest since, since we went all month without recording yeah. um, okay, it was a in wild our defenses, month yeah. yeah I was gonna say in our defenses we have all just been super crazy busy yeah. you guys both moved um, I've just picked up so many clients at work uh, so mm-hmm. it's been a crazy month for us well yes. alright going back to your question Walter why I picked this movie. Uh, I feel like, well, one, we've talked about this movie just so many times in passing on the podcast that I mm-hmm. felt like we just needed to to sit down and actually discuss it. Yeah. Uh, two, this is, this is one of those movies that I feel like if, even if you aren't a big horror fan or scary movie fan, this is a movie you could watch mm-hmm. without it just 
destroying you right yeah um yeah but it, it still has that that sense of thrill that you get in you know movies like halloween right mm-hmm. like it it has that suspense that you're you're not really sure what's going to happen and you get the fun layer of it being in space of like like space adds a whole new layer of it because where do you go like you can't you can't really escape space yeah as Um, they say in space no one can hear you scream in space no one can hear you scream (laughs) yeah uh and and, i mean kind of going back to like going back to halloween it it falls in line with the final girl troop it does so um this came out a year after halloween it did come out Mm -hmm. a year after halloween Hmm. yeah so so I think those are some of the reasons why I picked it. I think it's genuinely like just a really good film, mm-hmm. um, and it it was one of those movies that I was really hesitant to watch. Much like Halloween, that I, I was really just worried about how I was gonna feel after watching it or mm-hmm. during during my viewing. And so it it was one of those movies that I was like, okay, that wasn't scary like I thought it was gonna be, but it was still suspenseful, mm-hmm. which I appreciate. Like I I'm cool with being um like watching a thriller or watching a suspenseful movie i don't like horror so yeah so yeah those were those are the reasons why i i picked it um yeah so this was my i watched it this morning actually before i went to work and so this was my second time watching it um okay yeah yeah i hadn't actually seen it before myself and i literally finished I finished watching it 30 minutes before we started recording this episode. So it's very fresh on my mind. Very fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Isaac, how many times have you seen it? I've seen this twice, and the second time was just uh, like half an hour ago. I finished it. Oh, nice. Nice. Not not half an hour ago. I was about to say, did we watch it at the same time? (laughs) So so we we watched it today. I think you and I started it like 15 minutes uh, apart, Walter. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I'm not um, a crazy person. I'm not Bong Joon-ho. I don't watch movies <laughs> before I go to work. <laughs> oh. Are you saying I'm a crazy person for watching a movie before I go to work today? Or you're, or you're Bong Joon-ho. Yeah. Or you know I'm saying? a genius like he is. You're either crazy or you're a genius. Uh, the line is so... <laughs> it's blurred. So, yeah. Yeah. It's blurred. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I should also mention that, you know, the name of this podcast is Flyover Film Country. You know, and, and it's supposed to be about flies. Well, I was okay. That's one thing, but I was going <laughs> to say it's, in our theme of this podcast, it is the most accurate to the theme because you're in space. In space, no one yeah. can hear you scream. Yeah, and so that or was really fly. dumb. I may cut that part out of the of the episode because no, that was really I, stupid. I think it, it worked. It worked. It Good works. job. Yeah. Good job. I mean, okay. All right. If we're, I mean, going back to the theme. Um, while I don't think that it's necessarily like straight up flyover country, I think that this is something that I mean, I think a lot of people think about sci-fi stuff, but I think especially in flyover country, it's easy for our minds to wander to like what is the future going to look like, you know, mm-hmm. in in a hundred years, uh, what are we going to be doing? And, yeah. and so I think that this is sort of an escape escapism or, or yep. fantasy that that we can think through yep. of that you know those, those people in the big city they don't they don't have to think about that stuff they're just so busy all the time yeah so you know like going back to the theme like it, it's 
and okay and also there a lot of the people or the whole crew is kind of blue collar and that's yeah. flyover like, yeah. like they felt very real be, like these characters felt very real real and authentic because they're just doing a job uh-huh yeah. so yep just doing a job and yeah. sometimes you just have a really bad day and a xenomorph <laughs> eats your whole crew <laughs> that that is kind of the worst day <laughs> It's kind of like a 12 out of 10 sort of scenario. Yeah. That, that's yeah. like probably worst case scenario. Yep. Yeah. Not probably. 12 out of 10, 0 out of 10. Yeah. That, no, but it, on, no. A, on the horrible scale, it's 12 yeah. out of 10. I right. know what you meant. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah, before we talk about like get into the deeper stuff like themes and whatnot, let's cover like the surface level stuff. So let's talk about uh, who directed it. Uh, you know the main actors in it and whatnot, and I will leave that to our uh, our resident uh, annoying film buff Isaac. You wanna you wanna cover some of that? I think Olivia actually added in the cast, but I did. Oh, Olivia, okay. Famously, well, Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver and John mm-hmm. Hurt and Harry Dean Stanton. Um, everyone else, well, and Ian Holm. Everyone else, um, Tom Skerritt, Veronica Cartwright. Uh, Yafet Koko, Koto, I don't like know as well just off the mm-hmm. top of my head like what other movies they appear in Ian Holm famously is uh, Bilbo Baggins yeah. and Harry Dean Stanton is in has been in a lot of classic American movies John Hurt famous British character actor and um, yeah so it's a great cast um I watched a video today where Ridley Scott was kind of uh, director Ridley Scott was explaining how how like at the beginning you have to make these people feel like people, which yeah. is I mean they're they're arguing the Harry Dean Stanton and uh, Yafakoto's um, characters were complaining about how they only get half shares because they're mechanics right that's how Mm -hmm. i interpreted it i think so Um, yeah and so they're just saying like look we just we want to get paid and then they end up up going to uh to ripley and being like hey can hey if we go down there and onto the planet do we get paid more and and she goes no like you're gonna get you are legally going to get paid like just Mm -hmm. don't worry about it and they're like what and there's the like the the steam is coming yeah. out and they're like why and it reminded me of what i do a lot when i pretend not to hear people it frustrates them <laughs> yeah oh so yeah. that is something you do on purpose yes. no, I'm just kidding. i don't know if you've ever actually done that to me i think I, what i actually do is like i'll kind of say something that doesn't make sense or under my breath on purpose to make someone go what and then i'll go what <laughs> And no, he's done like, that to me a lot. I, d- yeah, I turn I can, it back on them mm-hmm. and make I can them think that. that they're crazy. Yeah. Yes, you do. You yeah, you yeah. in fact do that. Yeah, it's a uh, it's my uh, Sherlock Holmes discombobulate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very cool. Anyway, good let's reference. Keep going. Um, yeah, cool. So yeah, I, for me, of course, like I know who Ridley Scott is, but as far as the cast goes, really, I only knew uh, Sigourney Weaver going into that. Um, as our resident uh, film idiot um, who doesn't really watch a whole lot of movies. <laughs> She's the only one I recognize. And don't shoot me, but I th- I think, and I could be wrong, but I think the only other thing I've seen her in, and was my introduction to her, was Avatar. Oh, I was Avatar. thought you were going to say Holes. 
<laughs> oh, she was. She's she in isn't. Holes. No, you definitely. I totally. Was, yeah, it, no. Holes yeah, was yeah, the first one. I completely forgot she was in holes. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm do tired a quick. Digging grandpa. Last I'm two a, day in bed. Last two. You know that she is in Wally. Sorry, I'm backing up for my mic. So Gordon Weaver's in Wally. You said. Yeah. Oh. How about that? I haven't seen Wally since it came out. She's like the voice of the computer, I think. Oh, okay. Man, I've seen a lot of movies with her in it. She's also in Ghostbusters. The Ghostbusters is an iconic role for her. The the OG. She's in the the new one that just came out a couple years ago, but she's in the OG as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, she plays the receptionist, doesn't she? Does she? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's her. Yeah, or not wow, the receptionist. I did not know the, she plays the hot hot girl that gets uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's what it is in Ghostbusters. Yeah. She plays the she gets possessed by the demon. Yeah, that's what it, that's who she plays. Oh. I knew that. I, I was like, wait, I th- wait, what? We watched that together, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. We. She's have, also. I love Ghostbusters so yeah. much. Another She's confession: in, I have never seen Ghostbusters. Oh man! I didn't see it until uh, we it's were Hall- in college. It's a great Halloween movie. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I've heard nothing but good things about it. I just haven't, uh, I haven't taken the time. It's, she, I think it's one of Bill Murray's funniest movies. I do, yeah. I do like Bill Murray. Yep. Um, she's also in Working Girl, which is a movie that's got. Uh, I almost said Han Solo. It does have Han Solo and Harrison Ford. <laughs> Harrison Ford. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which was a pretty popular 80s movie. She's in she, Ghostbusters 2. She's in Aliens. Mm-hmm. Is that good. a direct sequel? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. We'll talk. I guess we'll talk about sequels later. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a whole world of Alien. Uh-huh. Um, she's also in Galaxy Quest, which was a pretty popular movie that came out in the late 90s that has um, Alan Rickman in it. And Have you seen that, Olivia? I've seen part of it. I remember watching parts of it as a kid. I haven't seen it as an adult, though. Yeah. Uh, another thing that she's in, which is just amazing to me is baby mama have you guys ever seen that with tina fey and amy poehler i have not i've heard okay. it's really funny though it 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 is i think it's really funny uh i don't know if our resident cinephile would find it like just <laughs> find it as a good movie but it's really funny i mean if you I'm, like tina fey and amy poehler then you're probably I'm gonna a big, like it big fan of amy poehler yeah, yeah. i give credit where credit's due like when we watched Walter, when you and I watched Vacation Friends this past Thursday, <laughs> yeah. LOL'd like heartily at yeah. several scenes. Yes. Was it a good movie? No. It w- no. No. Not great, but it was fun. Yeah. And that's Just what movie should be, you know? It's, yeah, so, for sure. Yeah, but John, I bet Baby Mama yeah. is overall a better movie than Vacation Friends. Yeah, probably a bit it's- more classic than the Hulu original featuring John Cena, Vacation <laughs> Friends. <laughs> I will say that, that was my first time. What movie you guys were talking Dude, about? You gotta watch <laughs> you were it. Just like in the dark. <laughs> we we watched. It's a who. It just came out recently yeah. in August, and I had never seen John Cena act before. Um, and oh, he was okay. he really surprised me. Like he was actually really funny and really good. So he yeah, I yeah. think he's gotten better mm-hmm. as he's he's continued his acting career. But he's he's funny. I'm actually looking forward to the Peacemaker show that he's gonna have on HBO Max. And what's what's that about? So, so, he, you know how there was a new Suicide Squad movie that came out uh-huh. 
Okay, so he plays a character called Peacemaker, okay. which is like actually a, a DC comic book character, uh-huh. and he's getting his own like show. I don't know. Nice. Yeah. So James Gunn, who who directed uh, Suicide Squad and the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, is also like writing, producing this mm-hmm. show as well. So, cool. well, we, speaking it's the of one John we told Cena. you to watch, Walter. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna watch it. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia, I don't watch Sidebar. movies. Did you, you and I, I don't think talked about the Suicide Squad. I don't. I don't think we. I honestly feel like I haven't talked to you about movies in a really long time. Truthfully, yeah. it's been which a, is it's sad. Been a wild couple. Yeah, couple months because it came out in September, August. I think it came out in August. Jeez. Yeah. Jeez Louise. Wow. Um hold on. Are anyway, we even did you, friends? Uh we need we have some work to do. Okay. <laughs> I have some work to do. <laughs> we need to go to therapy for our friendship. <laughs> yeah. Did Speaking you like of, Suicide Squad? Okay, yeah, I did. Well, yeah. I thought um, I thought it was Walter, fine. yeah, yeah. Going back to Alien. Uh, yeah, I was Walter. trying to Alien. I was trying to give some fun facts about Alien, which I'll keep talking about a movie that this episode is not about. So right, right. I'll, let, I'll let you keep doing that and I'll log out. No. Um <laughs> Yeah, fun fact, uh, mentioning John Cena and Alien, a lot of people don't know this, but in the original Alien, 1979, the Alien was played by John Cena. (laughs) (laughs) That was actually his, it's supposed to be his breakout role, but with no, with no actual speaking lines, it kind of fell flat for him, so. I appreciate, I appreciate the setup. Yeah. I was uh, man, I, I really thought you were gonna go somewhere with that and I was like, Wow, no. he he looked up fun facts. That's awesome. Good for Walter. I'm actually yeah. Oh wow, he's actually doing his job as a producer. That's crazy. Um, oh, that's crazy. Whoa. Um, what do you yeah. think this movie like like for me this is a five star movie? Yes. What? Yeah, it was close to it for sure. Okay. So yeah, for me. That's I'm interested because Walter I, I pretty much know how Olivia feels about this movie and I I was curious what you thought Walter but yeah, yeah so I mean to me this is a masterpiece so let's just let's let's start at the top and kind of funnel down to the nitty-gritty fun yeah finer yeah, details. Yeah. um so so if you remember when we were talking about Halloween uh I rated Halloween in two different ways uh one by the the standards of 1978 and then, uh, I, by, and then by today's standards, um, I'm not going to do that for Alien because Alien to me could have come out last year mm-hmm. and it would have held up just as well. Yep. So yeah. uh, with the exception, there's one exception. Um, a couple of the actors were not great in Alien. I will say that. Um, and that's just my opinion. That might be a hot take. Of course, Sigourney Weaver was great, and most of them were great. Um, but who was the uh, um, oh, what was the character's name? It was the other woman on the ship? Uh, her name is Lambert. Lambert. The, char- the character's name is Lambert. Veronica yeah. Cartwright played her. Okay, she felt pretty wooden to me, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's a shared sentiment. But especially when she like started breaking down and like crying a lot, it felt really like corny slasher type acting um Mm. so again might be a hot take not everybody will agree with me and that's fine but uh again for the most part every other like 
like all the like it holds up by today's standards uh production quality was great um i thought a lot of the um and again just looking at it through the lens of 1979 the uh the lighting a lot of it was really in my opinion um uh, along with other parts of the movie was kind of groundbreaking um with the way they lit a lot of those shots especially i think some of my favorite shots were when they first kind of crash landed on the planet um and you see the shot of the scientist ash i believe that was ash sitting there like in uh mm-hmm. like mon- you know watching the monitor of them walking around and the way the light comes into that big window and it kind of silhouettes everything. Um, and then, of course, the lighting of the actual uh, planet themselves and they're wandering about. And then when they go into the alien ship, um, I just thought it was really, really well done. Um, good, believable, practical lighting effects. Um, and it was super good. And, of course, the shots of Sigourney Weaver and she's the last survivor. And, it, you know, she initiates the uh, uh, the self-destruct sequence of the ship. And so the shots of her, you know, flamethrower in one hand and cat in the other uh, as she's, like, going through. First, she looks like she looks insanely badass. Um, mm-hmm. And then the way they, they lit a lot of, you know, a lot of flashing lights, steam, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, yeah, really, really good. Really big fan of that. They, so. so in the sequel, they are in Aliens, which is not directed by Ridley Scott. It was directed by James Cameron, oh. um, who did Avatar. And I think yep. that's where he kind of like became friends with Sigourney Weaver. Uh-huh. Sigourney Weaver. Um, they lean into her being an action hero. Yes. And there's mm-hmm. so much like there's so much of the eerie kind of monstrosity um, effect that the xenomorphs have. Mm-hmm. Um, that they pulled from Alien 1 but in Alien 2 it's like there's tons of action there's like they're fighting multiple aliens t- like tons of other crew members are dying mm-hmm. and she is like totally badass and the last scene is so cool I need to you watch should, that then you should go watch it yeah well, we can talk about sequels if we want to like kind of talk about the lore and the aliens universe because um, I'm curious I, I don't go ahead I was going to say, I don't know that much about it. I've seen Aliens in Alien Resurrection. Yes. Wait, is that the ones I've seen? There's like... Wait, no, I need to go to the letterbox. Um, Alien Resurrections is the one with... uh, Winona. uh, Winona, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the third one. Okay. Right? No, there's there's Alien 3. There's another one. There's Alien 3 and then Resurrections. Okay, okay. So I've I've seen all of those. Alien 3 was Fincher. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've seen all four of those and it it does continue that trend of of really leaning into Sigourney Weaver being this like action hero. Um but there's there's way more cuz they they like eventually merge with Predator and Predator shows up because mm-hmm. they do aliens versus predator at one point and i don't really know that much about that i don't know how any of that comes into play i isaac i don't know what you know i don't so i've only seen alien covenant and um alien and aliens so i've only seen three prometheus digs into the backstory of and lore of this series but I I don't know I don't know. Like, Wait, is Prometheus in the same it. universe? Yes. Yes. I did not know that. Yep. Did you see Pr- Prometheus? Are you talking to me? Yeah. You know damn well I haven't seen Prometheus. Yep. 
That's that's good. You talking um, to me? Or are you Robert De Niro? <laughs> Hey, you, talk, you, talking you talking to me? me? You talking um, to me? So my that's all we do for the rest of the, <laughs> yeah. the just, episode. You talking to me? Forty like, minutes over and over. You talking to me? What? What? <laughs> um, yeah. So my knowledge of of the Alien franchise begins and ends with the movie that we're talking about because I just watched mm-hmm. it, and mm-hmm. then uh, actually the video game Alien Isolation that came out in 2014. Uh, that was uh, it was pretty popular actually. It mm-hmm. was a lot of I know a lot of like YouTube Let's Players and some Twitch streamers would play that game a lot. Um, and it's a uh, I'm going to read from the Wikipedia about this game. It's based on the on the movie, uh, film series in the same universe. The game is set 15 years after the events of the original movie Alien. Follows engineer Amanda Ripley, who's the daughter of the Alien protagonist Ellen Ripley, as she investigates the disappearance of her mother. Um, and it's a hmm. uh, it's like it's just it's a first person like stealth action horror game. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, I believe I could be wrong because I haven't played it myself. But you're on a ship most of the time, um, or maybe on a planet. I don't know. I'm kind of just talking out of my ass at this point. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's very much like the way the the gameplay is very much like the very tense scenes mm-hmm. of of the original movie. Nice. Yeah. I so I have my brother's Xbox right now. He nice. is letting me borrow it while he's um, kind of in between places, mm-hmm. and he has the Game Pass or whatever, so you can just yes. download different games. Is it on Game Pass right now? It was. I don't know if it still is. I haven't had time to like be like look at Game Pass in a while, and yeah. so at one point it was. Okay, and I kept going back and forth on whether I really wanted to to play it, like download it and play it, because mm-hmm. again. It looked kind of scary, and so I was yes. really worried about that. Yeah. And I've never, I've never really played a horror video game, so I don't uh-huh. know like how I would handle that. But yeah, it's, it was it's, at one point on there. Yeah, the thing about like horror games as opposed to horror movies is like I can't like I, I love horror movies mm-hmm. and I love video games, but I cannot play a horror game because like. It makes me like if it's a good game it makes me literally feel like i am that person like in the mm-hmm. game and yeah. so like <laughs> it would be way too stressful i can't do it like i'll watch yeah. other people play it but like don't put me in that situation because i will shake and cry and throw up so um, <laughs> oh my yeah <laughs> so yeah to add on to the whole sequel thing uh i i had forgotten about this until i looked at the the wikipedia page you know the very reliable source mm-hmm, that is wikipedia mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. is org so I it is a reliable that. source. Yeah, it's reliable. I I had forgotten about this. Um, Noah Hawley, who did Fargo, right? I have no Isaac? idea. Yes, Isaac's nodding. nodding. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> I I wanted to get a verbal uh, confirmation for our our headphone listeners. Yep. And he also did Legion, so he did a couple FX shows. He along with uh ridley scott are going to be developing a an alien show oh um, so it will also be the first in the franchise to not feature ripley so which is disappointing but it's okay we'll get another final girl i'm sure did you yeah. say that he's he is going to be producing yeah yeah it says uh noah holly and scott are both involved so I don't yeah. know to what extent, but uh, Scott is involved somehow. So which is cool. Cool. 
So, well, uh, did y'all see the article or Livy? Did you see the article about how he kind of like threw shade on the series? No, Tell yeah, us that's, about that's it. What I was like, well, I didn't think he was working on it. Just, um, I'm not like intentionally contradicting you. I just like that triggered that the sounds like you're trying to argue. Well, do, no, I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, do you want to fight? <laughs> uh, he said, I don't know. He, here, I'll, I'll how, come back. How long, yeah, how long ago was this? <laughs> this was, this was like last week. He threw shade on it. That's all I'm saying. I'll come, we'll come back to it. Okay. Okay. But that, but that, yeah. So the thing I was going to say about that is like, I'll, first of all, I'll watch anything Noah Hawley makes because he's awesome. Other than apparently the movie he did with Natalie Portman, apparently that wasn't good. But what was Olivia, that movie? Lucy in the Sky. Oh, it's like I it's like a spa- it's like a space movie. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, this is interesting because I really like this guy. Yeah, um, because Olivia, you and I love Legion. Oh, so um, good. I need to finish it. <laughs> yeah, haven't finished season three yet. Love Legion. Loved the first season of Fargo. Like some of my favorite TV. Mm-hmm. Um. And so I'm like, heck, yeah, let's do it. Because to me, Aliens about, it's about horror and about, but it's it's about how people are terrible. And uh, <laughs> yeah, not not this, not this really one. This on one's about survival. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, no, I guess there, there are some themes that we can definitely dive into in just a yeah. second. Right? Well, yeah. so there, I don't know. Yeah. And I think, I think we should get into it. But to me, the, bl- the blue collar workings of this world, I think is really interesting. Like, mm-hmm. I think that the politics of the company, which is kind of um, explored more in aliens, mm-hmm. um, it, the, the, those politics could be super interesting and could obviously uh, parallel Amazon <laughs> and yeah. Jeff Bezos. So there, there's all that I think that could be really interesting to explore as well as like the horror of man and the horror of nature type yeah. thing. So, so let's do this real quick then. Uh, let's each say what we took away as the main theme of the movie. Let's start with Olivia. Oh, I knew you were going to start with me. I was, uh, okay. It's your pick. Come um, on. <laughs> um, okay, so so going off of kind of what Isaac was just saying, uh, major corporations are the worst. They do not care about people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they view people as being expendable. Uh, there is always going to be someone who does not take quarantine protocol seriously. Mm. Ooh, relevant will just jeopardize everyone else because it's their right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and aliens are really terrifying and so is space and i don't ever want to go out there that is those are my takeaways okay (laughs) because in space no one can hear you scream no one can hear you scream and like what's even the point on the screen of every time you've said that quote as as a, a single woman, I want people to hear me scream in the event of yes. some sort of dangerous situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's fair. Yep. Um. To are you, am I next? Do you want to go, Walter? Yes. No. Go ahead, Isaac. Okay. I I think that this is kind of an anti colonization movie because yeah, I can see that because they they I mean they get the the distress signal and they go to to save um to save whoever's there but they find out that it's an alien and the quick sidebar 
when they go into the cockpit room and the huge uh, uh, pilot alien is dead, kind of like sitting there, and you see mm-hmm. the skeleton uh-huh. and all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. cinema, like just cinema. yeah, it's beautiful so shots. Cinema scary. Yeah. It's kiss. so like, what is that? I need a movie about that. Yeah, like. It's so good. Really and I think good. Prometheus might actually be a movie about that. I was going to say, I don't, don't, I haven't seen it. Isn't that what the prequel movies are? Pro- probably. I don't know. But the, I don't, so, so the face hunger gets on John Hurt because they're just like, it's kind of curiosity leads them in, but they've, I mean, Ripley said, this is a, this doesn't look like a distress signal. This looks like a warning signal, mm-hmm. which doesn't make sense. It, it should just, you shouldn't have any kind of signal because people will go to that signal. Right. So it's like, you should have just turned the signal off. <laughs> but um, I did, in my research for this movie, there, there's just, in a lot of, um, a lot of horror movies are kind of based in sexual trauma, uh-huh. like Straw Dogs, I know, and then one that Eric likes, I think that he's to- told us about is I Spit on Your Grave. Mm-hmm. Um, and this movie, if you think about it, the reason, like like the, like the visceral physical reason that the alien is so scary is that it impregnates you. It basically yes. rapes you. Yeah. That's, and, and it like, and violates you. And mm-hmm. that's why it's so scary. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like this in... And they intentionally designed the xenomorph, like its head, to be phallic. Phallic. Yeah. Um, and so, I, like, I have to point that out because that's just that's just part of the set design. And the more I thought about it, the more I was like, "Yep, it's like one of the best horror movie monsters." Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's so like, can you imagine something just kind of? It's the same thing with the thing. Can you imagine something getting inside you and eating its way out? Yeah. Like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's pretty terrifying. And uh, and uh, I mean, speaking of the design of the of the alien, is definitely something I want to talk about because um, I think I think it's still to this day one of the best like horror movie creature designs. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, like so elegant, like weirdly elegant, but also terrifying. Um, like it has like, but you know, insect like features, but then also like, it's kind of machinic too. I was about to say almost like robotic type features. Mm -hmm. Um, and what's weird, uh, is now that I'm talking about it out loud. Uh, so when they discover that Ash, the scientist, um, is a robot, uh, when they like cut him open and look inside, it doesn't look like machinery. It looks like, uh, uh, it, it looks organic. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't mm-hmm. look like a robot as much. And so it's interesting that they kind of had like actual, like an organic thing like the alien and then a machine like the robot. Kind of the aesthetics of both of those were kind of not switched entirely, but uh, made a lot more, um, like the lines were blurred between mm-hmm. like machine and man. And so I thought that was interesting too. And I, yeah. I that the fact that he was a uh, robot is one. I think one of the not like it, it's a great twist, but in terms of like 
top 10 twists of all time it might be up there but for me it was one of those times where like it is the most surprised i've been in a movie like yeah what like this it oh, threw me off eight, he's really a robot. bad yeah and, like because well, when he like, first yeah when he first started acting all erratic and you see i saw like the uh it was like white sweat mm-hmm. um yeah. and then he was like he's super strong and like you know beating the crap out of sigourney weaver I was like, oh, like the alien got inside of him and it has like mind control powers. Like that was my first thought. Um, and so when it was like, when one of them yelled, it's an android. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? That's so weird. Um, like I didn't know that in this universe, uh, the aliens universe, uh, that robots were a thing. And like, like we're not hard to make a robot look and act exactly like a person. So yeah. Um, Isaac, yeah. I don't know if you thought about this, but like I, watching it the second time through, they they like set it up like the way that like it would cut to him at certain moments. It was like, oh, they're like letting you know from the jump something is off with this dude. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it, the first first time watching it, you have no idea why they keep cutting to him, other than this is just a character, and so they keep cutting to him. Yeah, and so. That's what I thought. So it's it's great foreshadowing, but you don't know what it's foreshadowing until until it happens, and then it's like, oh, that makes more sense now. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, he he wasn't reacting the same way as everyone else. Which again, at the time, like your first viewing, you don't know that. You yep. just think, oh, that's just how he's he is responding to this because everyone responds to these kinds of or like any situation so differently. Mm-hmm. Um. But that was something I noticed the second time through of like, they were foreshadowing this big time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. He, and did you notice that he drinks a glass of like white substance? Uh-huh. I noticed that the second time I was like, ah, okay. I didn't okay. notice that. When, when that was before, like, when was that? that that's when, I, it, this is one of my favorite shots in the movie. So they come back with, with Kane's body with the face hugger on him, mm-hmm. on his face. And, um, they go let us in and she says what is wrong and they're like there's something on his face we need to get him into the infirmary she's like i'm not letting you in you could jeopardize everyone and Mm -hmm. i'm not doing that and Mm -hmm. like and the the that's where the tension starts building for Mm -hmm. the movie and it goes back and forth it's so good it's cut so well Mm -hmm. and then um and then ash opens the door and that that's like the first sign like well, I mean, he gets to say, "Well, I'm the science officer, so I get to, I get to anything science related. I get to have final word on." And, but then looking back, it's like, no, he he's like doing whatever he can because he probably knew that it was getting to the point where uh, Ripley wouldn't back down, and she yeah. wouldn't be like, "No, I'm not." Or it was at that point, and he's like, "Nope, I just gotta let him in." So, yeah, yeah. jeopardized everything. Mm-hmm. He did. Um, and, and so whenever they figure out or like av- after they've like torn him to shreds uh, then they're like why would you do this you know Isaac you referenced it at the beginning but he also goes on to say I admire its purity because Sigourney or Ripley's like you you look up to it you admire it and he goes I admire its purity a survivor unclouded by conscious remorse or delusions of morality mm-hmm. which are all the things that make us human yeah like right and so so i just thought that was really like yes he's an android and so i realize he's not human but even then 
the the alien doesn't have those things sure but what at what point do we do we stray so far away from humanity and order like in the name of science you know And, and i think that that's kind of maybe the bigger question that this movie asks is like is at what cost do we sacrifice humanity in the name of science and and yeah we can go back and look at different scientific studies and research uh research that has Mm -hmm. that has been conducted over the years and and there are reasons why we have ethics and guidelines that we have to follow for that yeah yeah but then you get you know big corporations like the company or amazon um just to name a few that (laughs) don't care right don't care about about humanity don't care about people because people are disposable yeah Yeah. i think we didn't get actually i just realized i forgot to say what my i thought the main theme of the movie was yeah but that was it that 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 was my takeaway was uh the the movie really posing the question of uh like how far how far Mm -hmm. do we go uh for science and research and like advancement of knowledge at the at the expense of humanity um mm-hmm. so which is uh yeah i again me not being a movie guy i haven't really seen any other movie that like asked a question like that and i'm sure there are but um like i just thought that was those uh pretty thought-provoking for me at mm-hmm. least i don't know how many movies do it in in this like a sci-fi horror yeah and, yeah such a such a visceral yeah. depiction of that yeah yeah you can see it's not the same thing but it's it's a venn diagram but in blade runner in the first one it really well, i mean it's, it's a theme in the second one but in the first one it's a lot more pronounced like what makes us human and could humanity or could humanity's technology reach a point where we could imbue our humanity into non-human entities like yeah. androids yeah and so the android thing comes back full circle in blade runner and it's really kind of profound the way he pontificates that Mm -hmm. but yeah and then and then that twist is so great with ian holm and ash ash being an android because it really does make humans the the great evil and yeah uh in the the capitalists desire for for weaponizing you know something like the xenomorphs mm-hmm. uh for for an army yeah which also- and then the xenomorph is just like yo I'm, I'm here i'm gonna kill y'all this is a mm-hmm. bad uh bad run-in <laughs> but nature's gotta do what nature's gotta do sucks baby. for y'all yeah. yeah yeah and that's what i was gonna say like also how stupid y- you have to be to think that you can control and like entitled yeah like like yeah it's it's a testament to human pride yeah 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 so so entitled and so prideful that they think that they can control this this thing that they Mm -hmm. they can't and i think that it's really easy for for us as humans to not get necessarily get to that point where we can we can control a xenomorph right (laughs) but we do that with with a like 
animals here on earth we do that with other people we do that Mm with with really anything we can yeah well it goes back to what we were talking earlier about we touched on it briefly but the one of the themes being colonization like Mm -hmm. that's basically what you were saying like the 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 pride of a privileged group of people to say we're better than these you know these people are this or whatever and we're going to take control of it like that's mm-hmm. ours now you know um so yeah no yeah, that's a good point yeah i think it's a like yeah and in that sense the the sequel really is basically what happens is she gets found and it's the company and the company's like oh you you know about all that i'm really glad you're okay hey can you like come with us and help us navigate the <laughs> aliens because we want to like kind of like do some research and she's like no and then the rest of the movie is her like fighting aliens um the but that's that's basically like the capitalist um the capitalists suck is alien too and it's really it's really good in that in that regard yeah um they kind of go back to like the main villains or they is the company yeah and don't forget that in the the first alien so yeah i really want to watch aliens now like I'm very it's much awesome. intrigued by this universe and mm-hmm. and understanding that like the lore of the alien and uh the ship and all of that at least for if like if alien if 1979 alien was a standalone movie that could have never made another sequel or anything and it still would have been a fantastic like you know because the whole point of the movie at least for me was not really about the alien um right. it was kind of just about everything else and so um that being said i am very intrigued on alien lore now and i want to watch more movies and kind of learn more about that um because it seems very cool so yeah uh i a lot of people go back and forth on which one is better alien or aliens um isaac do you do you have an opinion on which one is better i think alien is better i'm kind of partial to that atmospheric Mm -hmm. slow burn um i've really enjoyed aliens but i think that i think that this is just a lot more my speed um but i mean like i said the the end of aliens is one of the one of the best like showdowns in any action movie final like boss that, battle I mean, that's how good it is it's just a different genre yeah um like yeah. eric eric sent something and i was trying oh, to find the yeah. source let me let me find what he said because it was it was something that i did want us to read Ooh, want us to read at one point um yeah i couldn't find the source but it's really good and it kind of speaks to the testament that like you know sci-fi is not a genre sci-fi yeah. is something you apply to others to other <clears throat> genres so 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 this is what it says it says it's talking about the terminator originally and it says the terminator is a slasher movie where the slasher is a creature of science fiction um yeah it's a sci-fi in the fact that it deals with those themes but in, in the same sense um science fiction provides a setting a and a collection of themes and ideas it's not a genre in and of itself science fiction needs to be applied to another genre for it to have meaning be it horror such as the terminator or alien noir which is like blade runner fantasy which is star wars or mystery which is like minority report um in order for it to like really make sense which is i had never really thought about it before in that sense of like sci-fi is really just a setting and not necessarily a genre Mm -hmm. um 
And then, yeah, and like in Blade Runner's like a drama. It's not right. an action movie. And the first time I watched it, I was like, that's stupid. Like I thought this was an action <laughs> movie. And then I watched it again. I was like, oh, this is like really good. Yeah. <laughs> like I just had to pay attention and be in a different mindset. Yeah. Because this is a horror movie and Aliens is also a horror movie because there are so many of those elements that are indelible to mm-hmm. what it means to be an alien movie. But there are just there's more guns and there's like a different director with like a really kinetic, powerful sense of action mm-hmm. um, at the at the wheel. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, I don't know where that source is from. I guess we'll have to figure that out. We'll have to ask Eric where he got that source and then we can add the source in later. Yep. So, yep. but um, yeah, so. So, did anyone have a favorite character? I mean, obviously, it's Ripley, right? Yeah, but I mean, outside it's of Ripley. Ripley, that's the easy yeah. answer. That's the easy question or easy answer. Yeah, she create. I feel like she created the. Yeah, she did right. She created the action, the female action hero stereotype. I feel like it really wasn't. It, I'm trying I don't to think, think of anybody necessarily. Go I think ahead. she helped pioneer nope. it, maybe. Yeah, well, because Ridley cause, Scott said he no one no one expected her to be the last person to live. Yeah, and well, not in a final girl way. In like a like this is a this is a badass. Like, yeah. yeah, I think that hadn't pr- maybe been like that sort of feminism hadn't been portrayed on screen. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Well, and I ha- I where did I, I hear this? I listened to not to pull an Isaac and mention another podcast on our <laughs> I've podcast. this whole podcast without you mentioning have, blank check because I don't think they've done an episode on Alien. <laughs> so so it was um I think uns uns unspooled, I think is is the name of the podcast. And they were talking about how this the script for this movie was written in a way where it was pretty gender neutral like because because if you think about it uh we know ripley's first name is ellen but i think that was added after the fact and so it was written in a way that literally anyone could have played any of these characters it didn't Mm -hmm. have to necessarily be a crew full of guys or anything Mm -hmm. like that like like these are all pretty like kind of generic names and so so at any given point you know sure ripley was the one that ended up surviving but it didn't necessarily have to be you know a woman it could have been it could have been a man or whatever but i think that this this movie definitely did help kind of forge that that strong female role right like survivor role Mm -hmm. um in ways that that even halloween couldn't have done yeah yeah, because if, if we want to compare it to Halloween, like, Laurie Strode, yes, she was the lone female survivor, but she was not really, uh, in my opinion, wasn't really painted as a hero, necessarily. Like, yeah. she didn't fight or anything, except until the very end when she, like, absolutely had to. Mm-hmm. Um and she didn't really have any semblance of authority or anything, but Sigourney right. Weaver, from the very beginning of the movie, was like she's an authority uh both officially mm-hmm. and just like socially um you know she's just is a very powerful presence um and then obviously like as soon as she had to jump into action she did um and uh you know she didn't want to immediately run from the alien she was like 
we're gonna burn this thing down <laughs> so yeah. yeah uh yeah definitely there are definitely comparisons to laurie strode from halloween uh but uh, also definitely a lot of uh um differences as well so yeah yeah, yeah she wasn't yeah. laurie's not proactive the way that that um yeah and she's not an expert in the way that ripley is an alien um yeah and that's what that's what i appreciate about like i, I want to kind of shout out the whole the performances by every every actor uh of or and every crew member because even like veronica cartwright kind of breaking down and freaking out i think was a pretty normal i i i disagree with what you said about her walter but like uh, because they're they're out of a group of that many people i guess it's like six or seven um you will have one person who is like this thing is 10 feet tall towering over me like drooling and it's a machine bug insect person and i'm alien and i'm gonna die like yeah. you you would have at least one person no okay no hold, hold, hold on way. before you continue don't misconstrue me yes absolutely no, yeah. that's how that would be me like, <laughs> like let's make this very clear i would have had Im- immediately as soon as homeboy comes back with the face hugger on i'm like full-blown panic attack okay like i i'm done okay so i'm not saying like that was the issue for me it was the way she acted like like literally her acting prowess as she was trying to convey that i thought was not great it it was it was more of the stereotypical damsel in distress or yeah reacting and not convincing to me at least sure okay anyway i'm so sorry okay keep going i wanted to make i I just uh, wanted to make sure that was clear and, I, I, and that's the other thing like at the beginning when they're talking the things that make them human they're talking about their pay and their mm-hmm. wages and that kind of thing and then and they're eating food and they're e- even even the thrill of them landing on the planet um is is cool because you get to see each of them saying like struts up like they're they're doing their role and they're all doing it super well like they know how to fly this ship mm-hmm. they know what is going to happen if like the air conditioning units aren't cool like that yeah that's what i appreciated about the kind of like functionality in exposition like these are the way these people are because and they're just doing their jobs mm-hmm. like that's what i kind of appreciate about all the crew members doing their thing just like yeah. they're just doing their thing like hey can you fix this yep just give me mm-hmm. 20 minutes like yeah 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 but going back to uh ripley and just i mean sigourney weaver is a fantastic actor yeah no she's really good she's so good and and so i think she just comes in and just kind of demands attention and uh, like she has this authority and she doesn't back down to any any of these other characters uh you know she is very much gonna stand her ground on what she thinks is is gonna be best not for herself but for the whole crew Mm -hmm. which is like that's that is a like a leadership quality that not very many people can actually uh like put into practice like that's Mm -hmm. that's really hard to to be put aside your feelings or, or anything like that for other people or for like what you want and have to think about okay well, what's going to be best for for everyone in this situation mm-hmm. and so sure those are her crewmates and those are her friends but but there's like 
protocol there yeah. there's like yeah. protocol that has been set into place for good reason and mm-hmm. and then freaking ash is like i'm gonna do what i want let him in <laughs> yeah and then she's like you've you've endangered us all yeah like, yeah this, yeah. This, really yeah the movie's just about like this is what happens if you're careless <laughs> like, yeah. Don't, yeah don't let people in if they are exposed to a face hugger alien. yeah right and even with yeah, she she's able to yeah like even socially like she kind of demands authority and not in a not in like a like a bitchy way like like you know there are some like there are women who are in authority that man i don't want to be around them um and same for men but with her it seems like she's able to to socialize with her peers and and have good relationships and good rapport with them in a way that you want a leader to to have i yep, mean yeah. i don't i don't want to work with someone who who does has no interest in me or like isn't even able to like kind of just shoot the shit with me you know mm-hmm. yeah Probably my favorite shot in the whole movie is when she goes and she confronts um after they had gotten kane and they they were doing tests and stuff and like they couldn't get the face hugger off she goes and she's talking to him and you see her lean against like the the table and it's just on him the whole time and she's talking to him asking him questions like what's going on like tell me tell me what you found he's like well it has this sort of skin and it's like a tough son of a bitch and that kind of thing and it doesn't cut away from him yeah until she says you disobeyed me or she says something to that effect yeah and it like the tension's built so well yeah in that scene yeah it really kind of um yeah it, it captures both of their yeah. personalities and her sort of like intense you you didn't you didn't diso you didn't obey me mm-hmm. and not only that it was the wrong thing to do mm-hmm. like now we're all in danger and you know it yeah. yeah and and it also watching a second time you're like oh he just he wanted to do the right yeah he wanted to obey his masters because he's a robot yeah so. and one in that that cut to her where in like again and we know it's very intentional <gasps> oh, cutting oh, yeah to her she was like as saying it's, like it's so dangerous and then yeah. he's like it cuts to her and she says and you let it in yeah like yeah. that's what it was that yeah. right there yeah. it's so good yeah first of all obviously like highlights the importance of what she's saying but it also highlights her authority like Mm -hmm. we know it's like okay this woman like knows what she's talking about and if anybody if anybody's going to survive it's going to be because of her um and i want to touch a little bit about um on what olivia mentioned about like she's a leader and she's like like a very natural leader but not like in a bitchy way which like you know uh, I don't want to turn turn us into a political thing, but like, uh, and Olivia, you can I I know for a fact that you can attest to this more than I can, so I don't want to like speak out of turn or anything. But um, I know that it's often a struggle for women in authority uh, to deal with, um, even if they're leading in the same way that a man would, they get called mm-hmm. bitchy or they get called catty or you know like it's um, they get a lot of sexist pushback from a woman who's in charge. And what I think, what I really appreciate about this movie is that, um, you know, they didn't outright address, Hey, so Gordon Weaver is in charge. Um, and everybody respects her and she's not bitchy, you know, like they didn't like focus on that too much. It was just like, Hey, so Gordon Weaver is in charge. She's good at it. And like, 
with the exception of Ash, obviously, everybody recognizes that authority and doesn't hold it against her. You know, it mm-hmm. was like it was a very clear and like very normalized way of showing a powerful woman in authority, which I think was really cool. Um, and again, don't want to speak out of turn because you definitely know more about that than I do. But uh, if you wanted to speak on that, too. Yeah, I, I mean, just I mean, in general, women can do pretty much anything that, that men can do. Mm-hmm. But the way that that it's responded to by others is so so vastly different so you know if if i am in a position of authority and i have to like come down kind of hard on on a situation and make a pretty firm stance on something well then i'm being a bitch Mm -hmm. whereas you know a guy a man doing that it's like oh well you know He's so no, he, determined. He's a strong leader. He's, yeah, he's a strong leader, and he he knows what it ha- what it you know what it takes to to make those hard decisions. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it's a woman, it's like uh, she's just being a bitch, or she's yeah. just whatever. She's she has daddy issues. Or or, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just like, all right, none of none of that is necessary. Right. Um, right. Yeah. And I thankful like I've been in different positions of leadership over you know, over the course of my life, um, especially in college. And I thankfully was in environments where that, that wasn't the case. Like I, I didn't receive that pushback, but I also was surrounded by, uh, people who were supportive and encouraging. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not always the norm. I mean, think about, th- think about any like woman in politics, right? Like, yeah, I, I can't I don't like looking at replies for any sort of like famous person but especially for like women in politics yeah. or or even like women in sports right so like that's something that is really important to me and seeing you know ESPN or like Bleacher Report talk about women in sports or like any sort of like female athlete who's advocating for social justice it it is met with so much hate and and just pure sexism and it's horrific Mm -hmm. um but what like going back to what you're saying walter about like it's the way that the the crew just kind of respects her even though she's not she's not first in command she's technically third right um but she was first in command because um kane and um What's the other one? Dallas, I think. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Are, are out. So she's first in command. Yeah. And, you know, once kind of they, those two get knocked off, she's she's number one. Yep. And it's not like, well, we should make an effort to respect her authority as our leader, as mm-hmm. our female leader. It was like, no, this is, she's good at what she's doing. So mm-hmm. just like respect her yeah for being good in her position yeah which is what we should all do yes in general uh-huh but whatever that's a story for another day <laughs> um no you're 100 percent correct yeah so it's just and, and i think that what is so cool about this is one this was done in 1979 long before I, I mean, yes, women's rights were obviously an issue then as they are now. Um, but it, it was long before this movement in Hollywood to like make an effort to push that, push for mm-hmm. that. And, and and it wasn't like, oh, well, we should probably, we should probably have a female superhero yeah. since we've gotten, 
you know, since we've we've released fifteen other superhero movies, and and the only female is is one who doesn't even really have powers, right? Um, you know, it it was like I, no, I want one. <laughs> I, I want one. I, yeah, yeah. And talked about like property. Mm-hmm. Um. So so this this was like like decades ahead of its time, yeah. and, and I think that's what makes it so cool and so timeless is that one these are people who feel very real like at at any point this this movie could have been released it could have been released last year it could have been released 10 years ago 20 years ago and it feels timeless in that sense of like these are real people you get to see like see how they interact and and it's it's conversations that people have every day Mm -hmm. with their coworkers. Um, the interactions that, that we we have with other people all the time, right? And and it, it was ahead of its time in the sense of like we've we've got this female character who's who's here and she's we're not purposely making her like like oh look at how cool she is and how mm-hmm. badass she is like it's like no she's she is cool and badass because like. That's that's her character. That's but not. But she also like, screams when like things jump out and yeah. when things are like, like going to shit. Person. She's like crying yeah. and yeah. she's like still going forward. And that's what I love about her performance. Like she's she's turned all the knobs and doing the self destruct sequence, and then it's like uh, she's like shaking and and like freaking out because mm-hmm. she's the last one. Like yeah. like in that moment, in that moment where. I realize, oh shit, she like just like all these people are dead. Like mm-hmm. her yeah. crewmates are dead and she's alone. She's yeah. gotta go get this cat, get on the escape pod, and get out of there. And she is just like she acted it so well. Like she it's you really saw her good. visibly like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, holy shit, like this thing's gonna kill me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm probably not gonna live. And she's yeah. just still doing it and making it work. It's mm-hmm. so good. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead, no, Walter. You got it. Go ahead. I was I was just gonna say she's not one dimensional in that sense. Like yeah, like I I feel like what happens is we we want these like female action heroes or these female leads, and they end up being one dimensional, and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you don't see that with her. Like like Sigourney Weaver gives a an incredible performance because that that feels so genuine and so authentic, right? Like. If you are on a crew of like seven or eight people and you're the last surviving member of that crew and there's this giant alien that's gonna that has acid for blood <laughs> I mean yeah <clears throat> excuse me I, uh, I I would also be shaking and yeah. crying and freaking the hell out mm-hmm. of like how how am I gonna survive because yeah. like why how like how or why would I survive mm-hmm yeah and i think like not to change the subject uh, too much but well actually kind of yeah uh we, we, you mentioned the cat um uh no we haven't talked about the cat yeah no i want to talk Jones. about the cat because uh like the whole movie i'm like why is there a cat who brought a cat on this ship like that's so stupid like what a liability that is you know and like like the cat's gonna get so annoying and the ship is also huge like the cat could get stuck in some important within, machinery within the I don't first know. 10 like, minutes totally of the voyage that. that cat would get stuck somewhere uh yeah so 
like from a <laughs> from a practical standpoint i was like okay that will never happen but uh of course in, at the very end of the movie i realized why they included this cat in the movie and maybe this is not what they intended and maybe i'll take something else different away from this but uh the way i view the cat was you know sigourney weaver she's like almost a safety like she's almost she's like I made it. And then she goes and she hears the cat meow and she goes, Jones. And yeah, I mean, she like, goes you, back for the cat. Yeah. And like, you know, as a, a pet owner myself, I was like, I would do the same thing. Like I'd risk my life for my dog, obviously. But um, like, I think from a cinematic or, or a thematic viewpoint, I guess uh, I see the cat as showing uh, that Sigourney Weaver, not only is she the last survivor, like, you know last one alive but she's also uh really the only one who is retaining her humanity mm-hmm. and you know that kind of goes again back to the themes of uh uh you know sacrificing humanity for uh and for selfish reasons for scientific reasons whatever um but she risked her life for a cat you know something that there are millions of on earth um like she could have just gotten a new cat when she got home but she was like no like I'm a person and that's my cat and like I'm going to do what it takes so that we both get out of here alive um, yeah. which I think was just like, again like, a, like I mentioned just a final testament to uh, uh, you know you see this hard tough exterior of her throughout the entire movie but then like the whole last part of the movie like is because she like she has a soft side too so I thought that was it was sweet I thought it was cute yep. yeah and, and also I to add on to that like Part of me wonders if one of the reasons why she went back for the cat is also like to kind of honor the crew that like it was their yeah. cat like mm-hmm. it, it was their the crew's cat and you know if she wasn't able to to save the cat like or or maybe like her attempt to save the cat which she does is to make up for the fact that she couldn't save the rest of the crew yeah or like definitely. anyone else definitely yeah yeah and the cat was also a reason Um, that one of the crew members died so ridley scott when asked about the alien series goes did we just lag we're lagging like crazy right now (laughs) can y'all hear me yeah yes okay are we good now i I I think think i lagged yeah, you like, for a yeah I was like in the middle of a sentence and you just started talking and I was like, okay, I'll just let Isaac do his thing. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. I'll cut I'll cut this um, part out. Uh okay. Hold on, let me count down again. You know, just start kind of where you were. Three, two, one. Going back to I have to finish this because I have it in front of me, but Ridley Scott said when asked about the Alien FX series, he said wherever the series goes or whatever they they do, it'll never be as good as the first one. <laughs> I I mean it's true. Yeah, like, I, know, I don't people disagree are interpret- with that. People are interpreting that he like doesn't agree with the vision and all that stuff. I can see I mean, that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was just reading to you what Wikipedia told me. I <laughs> I again, it's a reliable source. It's dot org. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Fair. Let's let's use that. Let's talk about. Um, we talked about a little bit of it, but if we want it, we can even do some live on the air research, but um, kind of about the lore or I guess like the sequels, I guess. So if we want to kind of talk about, um, we talked about Aliens, which is the direct sequel, right? 
Right. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, let's talk about what else came after that and how it kind of affected the, the alien universe. So, all right. So, aliens was Spoiler the direct- warning. Yeah. So, yeah. so that came out in 1987. So, eight uh-huh. years later. Okay. Um, and, and Isaac has already kind of hint, like, hit on this of it, it's very much more or very much concerned about like kind of pushing back against kind of that capitalistic mindset and, and pushing back against the company because the company is like, hey, Ripley, I know you just had this horrific experience, but we're going to send you right back out there, bud. Yeah. And then it's just you're so good at it. You know, you really so should like you really could really, really do it. this. <laughs> and it, and also it adds more complexity, I think, to the character of Ripley because they're on this, they're on another planet, right? And there, there's this little girl who I think is like maybe 10, 10 years old, and so now ripley this is now the new jones um ripley feels very protective over her and 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 so in addition to trying to survive herself survive herself she's also trying to protect and make sure this little girl survives as well Mm -hmm. um so that's that's kind of isaac i don't know if you want to add anything else to what happens in aliens at the end it's so cool you need to watch it and then yeah no that's really that's really it i feel like the the plot's pretty i i think that i want to finish all of all of them and watch all of them because i've only seen like i said one two and then covenant um and see what went wrong because fincher had gotten really popular doing music videos and they asked him to do alien three and apparently he had no control over final cut. And he like, he, I mean, he's had tons of interviews where he's like, I'm kind of like embarrassed about it. And I almost stopped directing after that, but it kind of helped me push through. And then he made seven. Now he's like, he's fine, obviously. Um, but then you had resurrections, which was like even worse than three people say, but I think that I don't really know what the problem with the sequels are is my main point. Yeah. It's like two got it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, three went really dark from what I can tell. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. D- yeah. Like uh, she gets killed, doesn't she? The girl. Oh. So, yeah. Uh, so spoilers for everyone. Um <laughs> yeah. At the end of of Aliens, Sigourney Weaver and the little girl survive. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think that maybe a couple other characters survive too, but Alien Three picks up right at the end, like what happens right after that, and they crash, like the plane, cr- or the, like the ship crashes, and the only person who survives is Ripley. Oh. Sad. And so. Alien, yeah, so that's what happens in Alien 3 is that's where it picks up. And she ends up crash landing on this planet with like a maximum, maxim, maximum, wow, I'm Mexican. so tired. <laughs> Mexican, she that's, that's Mexican Mexican Armada in <laughs> no, a maximum security prison. Um, and 
she doesn't she doesn't realize this initially but she figures it out pretty quickly that uh the alien is was on the ship that she was in that crashed and so has to go through and figure out like she's basically trying to survive again and trying to help other people to survive and get off the planet like she's like we can't kill this thing we've got to get off mm-hmm. and i don't remember i remember she, at the end she like dives it's like there's like lava on this planet and she like dives into the lava and then she dies that's her send-off that's her swan oh. song and then alien resurrection uh which came out let me pull it up real quick that came out in 1997 so alien 3 came out in 92 resurrection came out in, in 97 that has a young winona Ryder in it and mm. um oh i forgot about this joss whedon wrote the script cool. oh i didn't know that i i forgot about that canceled um, yeah and so it happens 200 years after the events of alien 3 oh. and the like the the military scientists are trying to recreate a clone of ellen ripley and so they finally do <laughs> and i don't remember why they did that the xenomorphs I'm just probably because she had all that knowledge about yeah the xenomorphs and so wait, does, survive. So is Sigourney and Weaver stuff? in this one? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, oh. she's in this one, and I think this is the last one she's in. Yes, I don't think she's she's not in Prometheus or Covenant. Yeah, don't know anything about Prometheus. Apparently, the mon- I don't know if the monsters are in Prometheus. Covenant is gross. Like it is so <laughs> violent. It is so scary. Yeah, it's like. It is like just really going back to one, but doubling down on the horror with the effects. Mm-hmm. Catherine Waterson is in Covenant, and she's awesome. Like she is kind of Ripley esque. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, I, all I remember is the very one of the last scenes. She is like, she's fastened in with this suit to a to his line, a zip line that connects to the outside of the. Um, of the ship and someone else is driving it and she's she's shooting and fighting the uh xenomorph as it's like crawling around the ship trying to get her and it's pretty cool like sounds sick yeah ridley scott does action really well um and i think he he kind of wanted to blend alien one and two Mm -hmm. a little bit like some of the some of the uh menace and some of the um like nope we're gonna moving the camera we're swinging people are shooting guns and yeah. like surviving so yeah so is covenant the last one it's the last one that has come out yep and it was yeah. several years ago yeah okay. also i did not know that prometheus had such a like stacked cast that's a great cast yeah so michael fassbender guy pierce logan marshall green charlie's Theron, idris elba mm. um numi Rapace. Yeah. yeah, and Benedict Juan is in it as well. I did not know he was in that. My guy, Benedict. Um, Juan, you're invited to my wedding. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, it, and Ridley Scott came back to direct Prometheus. Yeah, um, nice. And that came out in 2012. I actually remember that coming out. I didn't obviously see it, but 
the trailer was really good and yeah. i was like i want to go see that and then i never did so, <laughs> so maybe that can be a, a movie night movie for us isaac oh yeah for I'm, sure I'm, I'm looking at it now you could do movie night with us if you lived here olivia you guys could do movie night with me if you guys lived here <laughs> So mm. two thirds, two thirds majority. Yeah, I don't know. We kind of got you beat here. there. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you have to I'll, come back to Arkansas get, just for that. Just for that, <laughs> yeah. I have to jump through so many hoops because freaking licensure does not cross state lines, which is stupid. Yeah, that is stupid. <laughs> okay, so, so here's a question for you about Prometheus. Then, and I'm going to read more about that uh, after we finish recording. But um, was Prometheus like advertised? as a movie set in the aliens universe yes okay like what was i think it made pretty good money okay and it's a but like if you watch the trailer like i didn't know anything about i was i actually so i hadn't seen any alien movies whenever i saw the trailer before Mm -hmm. i think before the avengers okay the 2012 avengers um and i was like this looks so good like i don't know what this is but it's like some sci-fi horror and then at the end I think maybe there is a xenomorph in it and you see you see it or whatever but I was like that looks awesome. Yeah. But 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 I think I think you do get a sense like oh this is alien. Even though like I had no idea what alien mm-hmm. was, but I knew what a xenomorph was cuz yeah. I'd seen those before, so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, here's a question I just thought of and I haven't seen the original movie from this franchise, but Alien versus Predator, is mm-hmm. that canon? No. Okay. From what I can tell, no, it's not canon. Okay. It's like its own universe thing. Okay. Yeah, because I know nothing about that movie. I just know that it exists. I think it was kind of a cash grab. They made two. Yeah. And from what I can tell, it's just a cash grab. Oh, okay. So. Well, never mind then. Predator with Schwarzenegger is really good. Mm. Yeah. I've, I've heard good things about that. I need to... If, if I enjoyed Alien, I feel like I would like Predator. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all have any final comments about Alien? I don't uh, think so. I will say this. Prometheus was co-written by Damon Lindelof, who's our boy. He oh, yeah. did Lost, and he also did The Watchmen. So, mm. so Watchmen. I imagine it's probably pretty good. So, nice. Yeah, I think I do um, want to check that out now. Yeah, now now I want to watch that as well. So you gotta go finish all these series that or uh, film series that I haven't. Uh, yeah, I've like I need to yet. watch uh, the new Halloween movies because uh, uh, guys, I watched Halloween Kills. Out. Oh, very really? proud of you. Yeah, nice. thank you. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. No, I watched it because it's on Peacock as well, mm-hmm. and my brother. Uh, got Peacock Plus or Premium or whatever it's nice. called, and so bumming off of him. Nice. So shout out to Thomas. Yep. And uh, so we watched we watched it for my movie night with my friends, and it was I I liked it. It was it was gorier than I was expecting it to be, mm-hmm. not yeah. like overtly gory, but gorier compared to the OG Halloween, which yeah. is to be expected. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I need so. to I need to watch the new ones. Um, I've heard they're they're pretty good. And then obviously in preparation for the last one that comes out next year, or is it year yeah, after? Yeah, I think it's next yes. year. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. And then yeah, I'm definitely interested in the aliens universe. So like, I think yeah. I want to watch more. Also, of these. I think you'd like them for sure. Yeah, the if you like this, verse. I think you're gonna like the yeah. 
Yeah, the alien like cinematic you'll, universe. You like aliens for sure. Okay, cool. So, um, aliens, aliens has a really good cast too. Let me see mm-hmm. if I can find it. Uh, uh, I shouldn't have closed it out like I just did as you were yeah, saying I got that. It. Um, actually, Walter, you won't recognize any of these names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't watch enough movies to know anybody. Did so, you watch yeah. Stranger Things? Oh yeah. Okay, so in season two, the like the doctor that has to work with will after he comes back from the upside down that is you're like not sure if he's a bad guy or not the whole time trying to remember who that is <laughs> okay. not ringing a bell no I can't remember what his character's not. name is uh, uh but his, his the actor's name is paul riser and he the name sounds familiar he plays dr owens in stranger things paul riser r-e-i-s-e i recognize this guy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you don't know who Bill Paxton is. I might. I don't know. He, Did Titanic. you ever watch Twister? I have no idea what that is. That is a new you word. Never seen to Twister? Me. Oh, Twister. I thought you said Wister, and I was like, I think you just made no. up a word. Um, <laughs> Wister. <laughs> no, I have not seen Twister. Um, okay. Um, and I have not seen um, what's the other one you said, Isaac, that he's in. What? What? Titanic. Titanic. Yeah, I haven't seen Titanic. Yeah. He was also, what was that? Mighty Joe Young? Was that it? It's <gasps> a classic. Classic. Well, guys, thanks for watching. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just trying to wrap oh, it up. Like, he was, was in Mighty Joe Young. I was correct. Bill Paxton was in Mighty Joe Young. Oh, okay. I know that he's everyone great was in really aliens concerned. Too. Yeah. He's, he's great in everything. He is great. Oh yeah, he, he, was he so actually good. has died. All right, he died in 2017. Yeah. I did yeah. read that just now. Um, Unlike yeah. Eric, who did not die, who's yes. very much alive. Eric is very alive. Oh, Eric. <laughs> Can't believe he's gone. I love that we opened with that, like in memoriam. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So sad. Oh my god! Um, oh man! <laughs> yeah, no. Thank right. you. Um, yeah, yeah. Eric's not yeah, dead. Do we do miss him. Um, uh, God's not dead. Eric's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> neither is eric um so yeah before we close it out uh i wanted to <laughs> once again uh apologize for the uh we, de- we i think the plan was to have definitely more than two uh um flyover episodes in the month of october um but life happens and this is very obviously not our full-time day job so um yep. not yet not yet we're getting there we're, we're getting there <laughs> We're on the come up. Yeah, you know? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> now that we got rid of that dead weight, uh, Eric, we can really shoot to the moon. <laughs> Literally dead weight. <laughs> oh, we shot him off into space like we did Kane. Uh, yes, yes. Okay, we need to hold on, hold on. That thing shot his body off so fast. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> yeeted him. <laughs> it was like a spring loaded. That boy shot out into the atmosphere. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Yeah, that oh was pretty man. funny. Um yeah, okay. So yeah, before we before we close it out, um we for our uh loyal listeners, thank you for sticking with us. We apologize for not having more movies. Um there's also nothing saying that we can't do horror movies outside of October. So um yep. you know, keep listening and we'll uh, I can almost guarantee that uh amongst the four of us we are definitely gonna pick another uh, horror movie soon. Um, and, uh, we, Isaac and I are currently, 
currently trying to work on uh, scheduling our next um, flyover after dark. Uh, the first. Have you guys picked the movie yet? Not yet. That one will be a horror movie. Oh yes, It'll no, be we like have. Mungo. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Oh, and cool. we're gonna we'll talk about that when we get to it. But um, yep. yeah, I'm excited about that one. Um, now that Isaac lives 30 minutes away from me instead of 10 minutes, uh, which gotta have to works great. Yeah, <laughs> we just gotta plan around that a little bit better. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely on the way. It's coming. Um, and uh, as far as future episodes of the podcast go, we're still trucking. Um, we mentioned that Eric is. Is taking a little bit of a sabbatical um, to focus on uh, his work and some other things. So uh, uh, he's definitely still very much a part of the team here, um, just not uh, behind the microphone for some of these upcoming episodes. So um, his Alien Verse collection joined us in spirit. Yes, yeah, from the heavens yep. because he is dead. <laughs> so funny. Eric's going to die whenever he listens to this. He's going to be like, what the heck? I can't wait. Um, um, yeah, so uh, do we want to say what movie is next? Do we even have one? Have we picked one for the next okay, one? Okay, so no. I think after this we should, we'll have a little planning session. Yes. But we are 100% going to cover Eternals, mm-hmm. which is coming out not this coming weekend but next weekend mm-hmm. uh, oh, November 4th I didn't realize it was yeah it's pretty close soon. oh my gosh um, yeah. pretty excited um, and then I, I know for sure we're doing that and I don't know what we're doing next <laughs> I think we've we have we have a bunch of ideas for like non movie based um, podcast episodes mm-hmm. like like script or pitch a movie and like top 10 directors and top, oh, yeah. like like yeah topical movies that are not centered around one movie mm-hmm. which we've done all year basically um so those will be really fun and we'll f- sprinkle those in i feel like that might be our next, next. episode yeah. yeah yeah something something like that so yeah. stay tuned We'll keep you on your toes because we don't know what we're doing. (laughs) Exactly. We're all figuring out together. Um, Kind of like life, you know? Yeah. Dude, dude, we're all just floating endlessly through this void. And, you know, that's just how it is. No, but Eric is. (laughs) (laughs) Just like Kane. Just like Kane. R.I.P. R.I.P. Please, please remember to rate, review, subscribe. Thank you so much for watching this episode. Sorry, my mic is all jacked up. Hopefully, I get it fixed yep. before the next recording. Please share this with anyone you know who likes Alien, um, or if you if you think that they would agree or disagree with our hot takes on this yep. movie, oh. aka Phallic, and- uh, <laughs> design of Alien, <laughs> dickhead Alien. Um, the uh, and one last thing, uh, our. Uh, our YouTube channel is now up and running our previous episode about Halloween. Um, if you want to watch the video version of that, you can see all of our beautiful faces on the it's screen. really silly. Yeah, and also Lots uh, of fun. this one as well will also be up on our YouTube. It's just Flyover Film Country. You can check it out. So, um, yeah. Cool. Signing off. Yeah, that's it. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. All right. Recording stopped. Um, okay.